and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, super intelligent, wonderful Disney villain loving <laughs> wife, Michelle. <laughs> I know. Hi, everybody. Thank you, sweetie. So good to have you with us. We're recording this episode on Sunday, October 11th, 2020. October is flying by. Right. Halloween month. We're Ooh. heading towards the end. Halloween, whatever it may be. But it's been mostly fun. It's just different, but it's been fun so right. far. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, I get to appreciate more thoughts of decorations and things like that. So cool. 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 It's all cool. Speaking of cool, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You can sign up for the spooky newsletter. Is, is it spooky? Yeah, I guess it's something. It's definitely quirky and funky, but uh, I guess it could be spooky for as how, well. For October, maybe sure. a, a few things in there. <laughs> I'll throw just a bat in there just to you know, make it weird. So uh, <laughs> make it spooky. Anyway, yes, please sign up for the newsletter. We have uh, we, we just kind of keep you at what's going on in the Hyperion Adventures world. Uh, every week through the newsletter, you're the first ones to find out about what we have going on, what we have coming up. If we have anything interesting to give away, we um, we share the Disney Dishes blog recipe of the week, which this week we did one that is actually, although I'm releasing this in fall, it's kind of more of a spring food and wine festival type dish. It was a uh, pancetta seared scallop <laughs> with uh, crispy prosciutto and minted pea puree. Uh, it is an awesome dish, one we use for celebrations regularly yes, around here. One of my uh, favorite requested ones. You should definitely check that out. And uh, just to make it easy for you, uh, the link with for it will be in this week's newsletter. Right. And sometimes we have some special tips or something that we don't always share on the on the podcast. That's true. The only way you'll know is if you subscribe to the newsletter. Uh, we also like to be very active on social media. Please follow us there. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel. Hopefully you're watching some of these episodes on YouTube and so, or going <laughs> back and seeing some of the funny stuff that we put up there to go along with these episodes on YouTube. And if you ever want to find us there, uh, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and uh, whenever we have a new video you will know all about it and if you ever want to contact us for any reason uh, please hit us up at our gmail account Podcast at gmail.com sure and as we always say we love hearing from you and if you have any questions about an episode let us know uh, and I also want to take this time I was pretty uh, behind in getting on Twitter this week. So I apologize for people who sent us some warm shout outs and everything. I was just catching up today. Yeah. And by the way, we are both on Twitter or all of our social media. <laughs> uh, sometimes you get a response from me. Sometimes it's from Michelle. You may never really know. <laughs> Except for when you actually look at them and you can tell the differences between how we respond. But uh, you can connect with both of us there. We're both active on there. Uh, we uh, have a lot of fun on social media. So please follow us there. Uh, we also, uh, this was out for the last couple of weeks on social media. Yes, through the newsletter. And we mentioned it uh, at the end of last week's episode. But we did have a new category for the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. Well, actually, it's a classic category. Mm -hmm. But a new category up for nominations for this year's ballot. And it was was best Disney, excuse me, best animated <laughs> film. I, I almost forgot what to our what our main topic is there today. 
It's uh, best animated film that includes Disney films and Pixar films. And we uh, did get some great responses uh, through email, from mm-hmm. the newsletter, through social media. And so uh, we do have our final ballot list. But first, let's get to our five that we picked to add to our nominations. You know, and as we say all the time, it's it's on the particular day you're creating the list. Yeah, always. <laughs> is, is what you may go towards. And I think when I was creating this list, I was looking more at uh, films that were unique, either something about how they animated or, you know, uh, like a first. So like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Of course, the very the, first. The very first, feature you know. Yeah. Um, Pinocchio. I mean, I think some sure. of the art and the movement it's so fluid and to Mm -hmm. think that people did every single shot as a animated you know portion it was it's so impressive um fantasia one the uniqueness of that film and the uniqueness of the sound that came associated with it and that i guess movie theaters had to um you know get the type of equipment needed to even to play that music. Yeah, it's not a film that I sit down and watch very often, but it is it is artistically stunning. And the music and everything, it is, it is an amazing right. film, amazing piece of art that uh, the Walt Disney Company put together with Fantasia, for sure. Yes, agreed. And then Princess and the Frog, kind of because it did go back a little bit old school, so I, I liked how they did that. And Coco, it's just one uh, of the most um, brilliant looking and the colors and and how they you know work that into the the storyline of something that you might think of normally when you're thinking of skeletons and things you might not think of <laughs> really brilliant colors and that's yeah. what it, it incorporated it so. is a it is a beautiful film mm-hmm. for sure and for many reasons both the you right, know it's, the story heart, it's touching mm-hmm. it's uh it's all about family and everything and it is a beautiful film it's a fun film right great music it is a great great selection so thank you good list michelle's list always the best (laughs) list today's list (laughs) (laughs) what about yours uh my list well in uh hyperion adventures podcast tradition i went above five (laughs) so uh, my list and i will again just like yours this could change the order at any time (laughs) Uh, but for today my five list is number five the princess and the frog just like you yes uh number four uh, we've talked about before how hashtag real men love frozen, but also hashtag real men love tangled. Tangled is number four. Speaking of hashtag real men love frozen, uh, my three A <laughs> is frozen and three B is frozen too. <laughs> uh, for my uh, number two, it's Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. I think that's just a beautiful True. film and the the work they did uh, for the water and right. you know and how they had to. Um, you know, just do so many amazing things with computer animation for that film. Plus it's just a really great film. I really love it. Uh, That's why it's my number two. I have two number ones, one from Pixar, one from the Walt Disney company. Uh, One A is the Lion King Mm -hmm. and one B is Wally from Pixar. Of course. Great. Yeah. Good list. So let's get to our final ballot nominees as uh, you know, picked by us and by many of the listeners. People thank you for chiming in and uh, nominating these films. So these will be on our final ballot come somewhere in November, December, later in the year. Uh, So making our final ballot, Coco, yes, made our final ballot. Finding Nemo did make it onto there. Frozen, hashtag, I'm not the (laughs) only man who was frozen. (laughs) Frozen made the list. Uh, That's very suspicious. I was not the only one. I 
I, I promise you. I know. I promise you. Otherwise, Frozen 2 would have been on there as well, but it did not make this one. So just Frozen made this one. Peter Pan is mm, on our one. final ballot. Pinocchio. Yes, yes, Pinocchio did make it. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It should. It's the original. Right. It should make Such it for classic. sure. Tangled did make the list. The Lion King definitely made our final ballot. <laughs> The Little Mermaid is on oh, our final too, ballot. Yeah. yeah, The Princess and the Frog. Yes, that made it. The Sword in the Stone was a little bit of a surprise to me, but The oh, Sword in the Stone nice. is on our final ballot. And final, yes, Wally has made our final ballot. So that will be up for uh, voting on later in the year. And we will have a new category coming up. Well, it'll be another classic category, but a new category coming up for you this week to nominate your favorite whatever too. And uh, we will let you know uh First on the newsletter and then later in the week in through social media as to what that category will be. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So let's get to <laughs> our main topic. Well, first, before we get to our main topic of the week, we have lots of other stuff for you this week, including if you're looking for breakfast with a side of Disney characters on your next Walt Disney World trip, we have some good news for you. Uh, we have interesting information about one popular MCU character that will be joining Peter Parker in Spider-Man 3. Mm. We'll talk a little bit about that. And Pixar is presenting us all with a wonderful Christmas present. We will tell you what that is if you don't already know. But let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. Yes, so this week... Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's October, it's Halloween month, right? whatever that may be this mm. year. But there's one thing we agree on, whatever Halloween is like for everybody this year, is that Disney villains fit right into the right. month. And there are so many great Disney villains. And even better yet, there are so many great Disney villain songs. That's true. So we thought we would go ahead and count down our five favorite Disney villain songs. Very cool. Yeah. You're, you're live. You have a lot to say about the topic <laughs> already. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think she doesn't want to tip her hand already because we know Michelle will have the best list here, the most interesting list. So she doesn't want to tip her hand too early, but I'm looking forward to hearing her list. As I'm sure you are. And we'll, we'll also share some of our listeners that chimed in with their favorite songs. Yeah, as we appreciate well. participation. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So let's get right to it. Of course, we whenever we do one of these five favorite episodes, we always start with Michelle because look at her. She's <laughs> fantastic she's wonderful she's great but she always has the most interesting and best list so let's get to it here is michelle's number five favorite disney villain song okay oh boy i don't know if i have the best lists but no you do sometimes there's multiple lists so but they are the best lists when when you announced the title of today's episode I wasn't sure if you were talking about our five favorite villains songs or our five favorite villain songs. So I have <laughs> five songs from my favorite villains, which may not be my favorite villain songs. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I we'll find out, I, won't we, ladies and gentlemen? I wasn't sure if you meant we were talking about our five favorite villains and their their songs 
or if we were talking about our favorite songs that are associated with villains. Well, we'll find out now, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's interpreted however you want to I interpret did both. it. I'm prepared. We, we'll you know see me. what we come up with. Michelle's <laughs> list is bound to be the best list every single week. And I can't wait to hear what this one is. So, all right, let, let's hear your fifth favorite Disney villain song or okay. villain song. Whatever. Okay, <laughs> so my <laughs> number five of my favorite villains song meaning they're my favorite vil- number five of my favorite villains but not necessarily song okay <laughs> is ursula from the little mermaid with poor unfortunate soul the poor unfortunate soul it's sad but true if you want to cross a bridge my sweet you've got to pay the toll take a gulp and take a breath and go ahead and sign the scroll plot some jets and now i've got her boys the boss is on a roll Well, that is a great one. That's for sure. I love that song very much. That is really well done. Well, but she's number five villain. Right. <laughs> so my number five favorite <laughs> villain songs, meaning I like the song. I knew there'd be two lists here. <laughs> Somehow Michelle was going to figure out two it, lists. It is so funny that we just happen to be talking about that randomly this morning when you happen to say, well, I know sometimes you totally don't even do like five A or B. You just come up with two lists. And I'm like, ooh. I did it again. <laughs> so my number five. It's one favorite. of the many reasons I love you so much. <laughs> You're so sweet and tolerant. My number five favorite villain song is Hellfire from Hunchback of Notre Dame from Frollo. Hellfire, dark fire, now gypsy, it's your turn. Choose me or your fire. But she will be fine, or she will So, there you have it. Whichever list we're working off of, I'm prepared. So, what's your number five favorite? Well, first, I'm going to need to say... <laughs> One of her lists has already stolen my number one. I will tell you which one it is when we get to that point. But why why don't you say why those songs, why you love those songs so much? Okay. Well, I, you know, in terms of Ursula, I just, I I like the song as well, but I really like that character. Mm -hmm. She's, you know, she's um, got a lot of issues, but you know, in some regards, you, you can't blame her, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, from Hellfire, I just I think that song is just brilliant. Yes, it's dark, but it's it's deep, you know, mm-hmm. and it it demonstrates the struggle somebody's going through, feeling like I know I'm not supposed to think this way or feel this way, but I can't help my urges, and I I just think the way it's written is is really 
well done. I mean, obviously it's Minkin. Um, so I, I like the song better than the actual villain. Well, Frollo very much is a hypocrite. You know, he's just right. this godly man and right. he does everything that is against, you know, being a godly right. person right. throughout that film, killing people, um, you know, persecuting people. And then, yes, lusting after this woman, right. you know, so... Uh, that is a, it is a great it was on my honorable mentions you know right. that one so I guess I just gave away what my number one song <laughs> is um, so I might as well talk about it now since you already know Poor Unfortunate Souls from The Little Mermaid is my number one song and the reason I love that song so much is it's just a masterful song of mm -hmm. manipulation I mean Ursula trying to convince Ariel that she you know she just wants to help the less right. fortunate <laughs> she can't be all bad right, right? <laughs> you know meanwhile there she is she's getting she He's luring Ariel right. in to do exactly what she wants. It's intense. It's sinister. And yet it's playful kind right, of all right. at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, and it's just done. It's sung so well by Pat Carroll, who plays sure. Ursula. Uh, that's why it was my number one song. But, uh, you know, nice right. spot on your number five. Thank you. List, Sorry. So. I hope you're not messing up that's your okay. list. That's okay. Now that you have two number ones, <laughs> I, it won't matter anyway. So. so what about your number five? My number five. Well... You're going to have to bear with me on this one because, well, as we all know, hashtag real men love Frozen. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's crazy. What? We finish each other's sandwiches. That's what I was going to say. I've never met someone who thinks so much like me. Jake's Jake's again. Our mental synchronization can have but one explanation. You and I were just meant to be. Yes, my number five is Love is an Open Door from Frozen. Now, I know on the, you know, on if you without any context to it, seems like a harmless, cute little song between a couple talking about all these things they have in common right. and everything. But when you get the context of it and know later that Hans, spoiler alert, <laughs> is the villain of Frozen, he is there throughout this song manipulating Anna, who is just happy to have any human connection right, after right. being stuck inside the palace with the windows and doors closed <laughs> for years. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Maybe he's the real villain. I mean, he, he. We'll get into that at another point. <laughs> um, but, I mean, he's there, you know, just pretending like, oh, you like this? I like this, too. Right. You like this? I like this, too. And it all culminates at the end when he just flat out asks Anna to marry him right and he doesn't love her he's just trying to get that spot doesn't. within the castle and, and or within the palace to to eventually become king even though he thought originally it was going to take longer than it you know, looked like it was going to right. for a moment there but throughout it it's a devious song that plays out like this john two little love song that is true that is true i mean it, it again it shows somebody who's manipulative over somebody who's you know like you're saying i mean even whether you're talking about the sim of everything being closed. You're talking about a young girl coming out, you know, getting to, 
you know, for the first time, especially a royal, for the first time really being able to have some of that princessness about her um, and somebody really, like you said, sinister, taking advantage of that vulnerability. The entire situation, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's manipulation from the beginning throughout the whole song. Again, when you hear it the first time, it's like, oh, that's a cute song. <laughs> but then when you get the context of it, it's a villain's song. Yeah, that is really true. terrible. That is one, a good so. point. Good That's song. My number four, five favorite Disney villain song. Now, let's get to Michelle's number four favorite Disney villain song or Disney villain song. <laughs> it's my number four favorite villain who has a song, <laughs> which is um, Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas with the Oogie Boogie song. a great song i, I love know. that song so much yeah, i know and that, it, it was tough because i actually wanted to rank them higher um and i love that song i thought that song could actually have been on both of my lists but yeah uh, it was on my honorable mentions cool. a really great choice I, I it is a great song and a great movie by the way right. so, and perfect for this season yeah yeah so. all right all right so let's get to your other number four <laughs> my number four favorite villain song <laughs> So I like the song. It's all where you place the emphasis. <laughs> That's right. Um, is Be Prepared from The Lion King. Be for the cool of the century. Be prepared for the murkiest scab. Meticulous planning, tenacity smiling. Decades of denial, you see me while I Great song. It's my number three. Michelle's going to pick away at my list oh, before I ever get to I get just, to it. I can just switch and stick no, with no, one No, no, no. It's all good. This is hilarious. I love it. This is why we love Michelle so much. This is awesome. This is annoying. Like, this, is, this is the Hyperion Adventures podcast to a T. It's perfect. Uh, go ahead. Why don't you talk about why Be Prepared is your number four, and I'll talk about it as well. Okay. Um, so Be Prepared, I just think it's it's a, again a very brilliantly done song i mean it has you know you can feel not just the emotion but i mean just you know the the militariness about it um again the the manipulation of scar with his troops who is going to take over and become king and just the song like i said the way it it's the sound of it the beat of it it's very very dark in yeah. that regards you know um and i just think it's great and i think the oogie boogie 
song is also brilliant, but that that villain to me mm-hmm. is just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yes. Uh, I, I love that. Again, it was my number three uh, favorite Disney uh, villain song. Um, it's just, you know, it just plays out. It lays out Scar's underhanded plan mm-hmm. to, you know, usurp... Uh, uh, usurp uh, Mufasa and right. Simba all at the same time. Right. Um, better yet, he's using his minions, the hyenas there, <laughs> yeah. and telling them, you know, get in here. We're gonna, this is what and it's a classic villain move. I'm going to promise you the world right. for you to pull off my plan. That's here, true. You know? Yes. Now, interesting. When I was doing some study on this song, I just love the song. I think it's great. It's mm-hmm. perfectly done. It's a great villain song. Um, but it's it, it, what one thing that was interesting about it is, you know, Jeremy Irons plays mm-hmm. Scar throughout this, and he does sing a portion of this song. However, uh, midway through recording it, he blew out his voice uh, when he was, you know, that line in it where it says, you know, really, gets, you won't get a sniff about me. Right. You know, he blew out his voice in that. And so for the rest of the recording of that song, it is actually Jim Cummings playing, doing his best. Tigger? Yes. <laughs> Pooh? Doing his best uh, Jeremy Irons, his best Scar impersonation, finishing out that song. Oh so it's the combination gosh. of two of them uh, within it. And so that's why it is, you know, really fascinating. Of course, uh, Cummings was in The Lion King. He played Ed, you know, the the sneakering hyena. Um, So he was around anyway. And so they needed somebody to fill in on that recording day. And so he stepped up and and did that. Wow. Yeah, I I need to, now after learning this, I need to go back and listen to it to find out if I can pick out the difference between the two there. So kind of a cool little note. Yeah. Look at you coming up with a fun fact. Yes. I love it. Every (laughs) once in a while I find one. Usually I have to find something on the internet that's just random when I'm doing research, but uh, it's very rare. Michelle usually does most of the research, but I found that and I thought that was cool. That so, is cool. So uh, right, what an interesting point. And, and again, it shows how talented the Disney Studios people behind the scenes can make that song so fluid. Right. Yeah, it was just it, very cool. Very cool note. Yeah. And interesting. And, you know, both uh, so talented, both Jeremy Irons, of course, right. and then Jim Cummings, who's done so many things yes. for Disney over the years. So many different roles. Uh, so great. Could so. have thought he could sing like that. Too. Yeah. Wow. Interesting stuff. Yeah. So that was your number four right. and number four. Right. <laughs> and that was my number three. Uh, my number four Disney villain song comes from the movie Tangled. Mother knows best. <laughs> Mother knows best. Take it from your mumsy on your own, you won't survive. Sloppy, underdressed, immature, clumsy, please, they'll eat you up alive. Colorful, naive, positively grumpy, ditzy, and a bit, well, vague. Plus, I believe, getting kind of chubby, I'm just saying, cause I love you. Mother understands. Mother's here to help you. All I have is one request. Rapunzel? Yes? Don't ever ask to leave this tower again. Yes, Mother. I love you very much, dear. I love you more. I love you most. Don't forget it. You regret it. Mother knows best. Good 
great song. song. It's on um, one of my lists. Oh, okay. Uh, sung perfectly by Broadway veteran and uh, Tony Award winner Donna Murphy, who plays, of course, Mother mm-hmm. Gothel. And she's just, she is so sinister yeah. in this movie. <laughs> slimy. And just, yeah, slimy, exactly. Um, you know, she's sitting there in this song trying to convince uh, Rapunzel that she's trying to protect her and save her from this <laughs> terrible world because Mother knows best. You know, but the truth is she's just trying to protect Rapunzel's hair. Right. And, you know, the best thing about it is throughout the song and actually many times throughout the movie, she's singing to Rapunzel's hair, right. you know, to keep you safe and <laughs> right, sound, dear. Exactly. And I love you most, right. you know, talking about her, <laughs> her hair, hair right. not Rapunzel herself. Right. She doesn't care about Rapunzel. She just cares about keeping her hair safe. Great song, sung so well, and it's 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 that's why it's my number four. Right. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's on my list. It's number Now is it villain or is it villain song? Okay, so it is villain song. Uh-huh. So it's the song that it's number three on my list of the songs. Um, and very much of what you said, I could echo that. It, the, the only thing I would add to it, it, it sounds like a fun song. It you does. Know, it really does. And it, it hides the essence of this villain by, you know, again, establishing trust with the main character. But just like I said, it, it, it kind of sounds like, oh, this is a fun song. I like to sing this song. Yeah. Oh, dear. I love you so dearly. <laughs> right. You know, it's just, it's trying to, that's, you know, one of the things about many of these songs, these villains' mm-hmm. songs, is that they're, they are putting out there who they are, but they're also subtly hiding it by having this playful right, nature right. or something about it. I mean, obviously, Scar, he wasn't trying to hide anything. Right, he right. was telling the hyenas his plan. Right, right. Uh, but a lot of these, they're just kind of there in the background, but they it, it comes out every once in a while of, like, right. this is the evil person that I am. True. I guess the common thread we're seeing is that the the villain is trying to portray to the person they're singing this to or people they're singing this to or animals um that they're they're their savior they're there for them and the whole truth behind the matter is it is very self-serving right and you know it's one of the things and why disney villains are so good is because there's depth behind them they're right. multi-dimensional for the most part they're not just you know, out there flat, this is a villain, bad. It's bad all the way around. Right. You know, there are different layers to them that makes them right. kind of interesting. And those are the best villains to me. And that's why Disney, that's why we all love Disney villains right. so very much. Well, I mean, going back to uh, Frollo and, you know, yes, he was evil in so many ways and a hypocrite. And, but he also didn't kill Quasimodo when, you know, his He mother, was about to. Right. But he, yeah, but he could have during that. Word for the, uh, the deacon or the. Right uh, at that moment. The but minister there, or whatever. There could have been other ways. Yes. I mean, he was evil enough to do a lot of, you know, again, sinister things right. that, but he didn't. He, and he fed him and, you know, I mean, didn't totally ignore him. That's, that's true. So, but I agree with you. Um, they, they do. I'm just kind of showing that they do have depth. Yeah. Uh, I think most of the villains, you have a, a somewhat of an understanding and maybe say, yeah, maybe in the same situation, I would do the same thing at some of the points of the time. Not all of it, obviously, but um, but I, I think that's what makes them so interesting. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. So uh, that is my number four. Uh, let's get to Michelle's number three. I think you already just gave away one of your number three. Right. right. So I gave away the song, my favorite villain song okay and my number three favorite villain 
with a song is um, Darth Vader with the Imperial March. Just pretty much the entire empire, but yes, Darth Vader, <laughs> but the entire empire uh, behind that song, right? For sure. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and who can't love um, John Williams song? Yeah. <laughs> and you know it right away. And when that song hits, you know what's And sometimes it's subtle within right. the background of various uh, the films and the shows. You just hear that. You're like, "Ooh, there's something dark going on right, in the right, background." Right. There. You hear it. You know it. Yeah. Well, even if he's not always on on stage when that song comes, you know, his, his, either his essence or what's going to happen next will include right. something with him or he's behind the plan or something, but you know, it's that music makes, you know, what's happening is associated yeah. with Darth Vader and, or the empire itself. Right. Yes, definitely. So very good. That's a good pick. And almost, it was uh, actually on my honorable mentions, almost made my list. But oh, it did okay. All right. So I stuck, I stuck pretty much traditional Disney for this one because I could have also put like a Hamilton song in there or two. And I did not, oh. you know, I think Washington on your side was, uh, yeah, I think that's a villain song, you know, mm. to me. It's kind of all the villains mm. of Hamilton. Although they're all kind of, they're not, none of them are perfect people. So um, okay, Hamilton let, technically is the protagonist. So let, let's move along because <laughs> you might be messing up with one of my lists. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Just kidding. All right. So uh, you've already gotten my number three. So let's get to your number two best Disney Villain song or villain song? All right. So my number two favorite Disney villain with a song <laughs> is Tex Richman from the Muppets with Let's Talk About Me. He's Tex Richman. Everybody listen. Just how great it is to be Oh, it's great to be me. About my own tenth birthday party Should have been a glorious day for me I'd have been happy as can be But the Muppets were there to put on a show They started to dance, they were telling their jokes I didn't laugh, I didn't know how Then my friends, they all turned around And they laughed at me Hey! 
up. It's time to give up your dream. That's a funny song that I never really thought about. That's a great song. I love that one. I didn't even think about putting that on the list, but that's a fantastic one. It is, I mean, I do like the song too. Um, you know, and it's one of it's one of the rare ones where the villain is really putting it out there that he's in it for himself and uh, he's got the plan and he's got the means. Such a such a Muppet's name, too. I know. Tex Richmond. Yeah. So good. So that's my number two favorite villain songs. My num- with a song. With a song. My number two favorite villain songs <laughs> is Cruella DeVille from 101 Dalmatians for Cruella. At first you think Cruella is a devil, but after time has worn away the shock, you come to realize you've seen her kind of eyes. Watching you from underneath a rock This vampire bat This inhuman beast She ought to be locked up And never released The world was such a wholesome place Until Cruella, Cruella de Vil <laughs> That's a great song. It describes her to a T. Right. You know, somebody who's not actually the villain. You know, a lot of these are the villains singing sort of, you know, to kind of manipulate right. the situation or about themselves or whatever is going on. This is somebody else from afar, like well, this person. You believe this person? She's terrible. Right, She's awful. Right. <laughs> Again, it's kind of one of those that's also a little playful, but mm-hmm. it's just it's just such a classic, you know, one classic Disney villain, but classic Disney villain song. I mean, you you can't help but hear that song and think of her and being cruel. But like when you see her in the parks, you're like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> so many of the villains are like that. Yeah. Gaston walks by and is like, oh, that's Gaston. True. He's that's great. True. Yeah. So, okay. So um, anyways, that's why I kind of like that song. And, and it feels like it's really just a part of the history of Disney. Yeah. You know, when great. you're talking of villains, it's, you know. Definitely a great one. Good yeah, choice. Yeah, thanks. Choice. What about your Choices. number two? <laughs> uh, my number two is from Beauty and the Beast. It's Gaston. Oh, ghosts like Gaston makes those beauts like Gaston. And ghosts tromping around wearing boots like Gaston. I use antlers in all of my decorating. Say it again. Who's on there? The bug man. And let's say it once more. Who's a hero next door? Who's a super success? Don't you know? Can't you guess? Ask his friends and his wife hangers on. There's just one guy in town who's not all on in town. And his name's G-A-S. Uh, This is a completely different villain song than anything we've talked about already to this point. It's raucous. It's jaunty. Uh, (laughs) You know, LeFou trying to boost Gaston's confidence after he just got turned down by bell again yes um and you know but this is just it's so great because he's mentioning all these things of that you know that gaston is good at (laughs) you know which is just so stereotypical manly man you're such a manly man macho man (laughs) he's basically just a cement head who with this giant ego so that's all he wants is his ego stroked anyway so it's just a hilarious song it's so fun and 
it just is such a, you know, by uh, Mankin and Ashman, you right. know, putting that song together. I can just see them having fun coming up with, and they even add in the live action, added more uh, lyrics right. to it of more funny things that they cut out of the original version. Right. That, you know, and it's always a show stopping number, whether if you see it on uh, Broadway or any of the touring mm-hmm. companies of the, the Broadway uh, version of Beauty and the Beast. Right. Or the live action yes. version of the Beauty and the Beast where they, you know, so much. You know, foot stomping and right. dancing around on the tables and everything. It's a it's it's a total villain song, but it's just a fun fun villain song. Exactly, and and it did make my honorable mentions. Um, it almost made a number five in one of my lists, but yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe you made it. Should have made another one. <laughs> I know, right? Five <laughs> A and five B, right? Of both lists. Right. Can you imagine? No. Oh my God, twenty songs. Twenty. Songs. <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna happen. We're about two and a half years in now. We've moved to where Michelle is doing two lists for most shows. Hey. Pretty soon there'll be a third, a fourth. Now, hey, I, I was just coming prepared because you were not clear on your topic. I didn't know which one I was supposed to be talking about. Don't ask. Oh well, I didn't want to bother you. <laughs> I appreciate that, honey. Thank you very much. You're so, you're so considerate of my time. No, I think it's great. Again, this is hilarious and fantastic. <laughs> you're so funny. Yeah, totally so Hyperion funny. Adventures podcast. By oh the way. my gosh! So. Oh, don't send hate mail, please. <laughs> I think sorry. everybody loves you for these things. Actually, everybody loves Michelle. Annoying. Okay. Everybody loves Michelle. <laughs> So where are we up to? Your number two, right? My number two. We already did my number two, which was Gaston. So now oh, we're on okay. to number one, the number ones uh, from Michelle here. <laughs> Let's get to you. You already know my number one. It was Poor Unfortunate Soul. So we don't need to get to that again. We already talked about that. Let's Sorry. get to your two number ones okay. for the Disney villain song and the Disney villain song. <laughs> there you go. So yes. You're catching on. <laughs> Bravo. <Right through. laughs> so my number one favorite Disney villain with a song (laughs) is actually from Hamilton Aaron Burr wait for it Hamilton doesn't hesitate he exhibits no restraint takes and he takes and he takes and he keeps winning anyway changes the game plays and he raises the stakes and if there's a reason he seems to thrive and so few survived and damn it I'm willing to wait for it Right. It is. It is. It's just and it's so well done on the performance, um, whether you're talking just the soundtrack or watching it um, now on Disney Plus. I mean, yeah, it I, I mean, he he was the villain in this story. Mm-hmm. And and again, it was kind of um, an now issue. I know. We, history. Exactly. I mean, we, we could talk about Hamilton for a couple episodes, right? Oh, we could probably do a couple more, actually, <laughs> know, if we really wanted to. But yeah, I just thought, um, you know, he was a villain due to circumstances as well as, you know, how he felt about things and who hasn't ever felt jealous of somebody, you know, and it's just 
it was a tragedy for sure. Yeah, but, on all sides. Right? Yeah, but again, that song could have made both of my lists for mm-hmm. sure because it's a great villain song. But I did find a different one for my top favorite villain song is Remember Me <laughs> oh. uh, from Coco with Ernesto de la Cruz. I know, I really didn't think about that one, but that's <laughs> awesome. Let's play it. Love the song, and yes, it wasn't written by him, but it is the song associated with him as, and he is the villain of that. Well, his version of it is the villain version true, of it. You know, true. there's the more loving version that Hector uh, plays for right. Coco. You know, and that is the the real version of it. Right. This is the stolen version right. that he's taken <laughs> from Hector. Um, it's yeah, no, I didn't really think about it. And it, I should have been somewhere, you know, at least on an honorable mention on my list, but uh, yeah. that's brilliant. So oh, thank you. Well honey. Thought out. Thank you. Appreciate it. But yeah, it's, it's just an ironic twist. Again, it's one of those villain songs that's fun and happy, but it, again, like you said, he stole that song, you know, and, you know, in essence kind of corrupted it. Yeah. But, Great choice. Great choice. Thank you. Good list, baby. Uh, your great list. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're going to be really careful next time you <laughs> suggest a topic, right? <laughs> no, I actually, I love, I love this. I cannot wait to see where we go from here because this is great. This is two times, well, not two episodes in a row, but a couple right. of song episodes in a row, I think, where you had a couple of lists, right, which right. is interesting. So. Uh, great stuff. So oh, thank you. those are our list. Uh, some of our listeners also chimed in with some yeah. of their favorite Dylan uh, villain, Disney villain song, Dylan songs. No. <laughs> Maybe there's a Dylan song in there. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Disney villain songs. So let's get to some of them. Uh, first, we hit uh, was hit us up uh, was uh, Jonathan Cotton on he hit us up on Instagram. You can find him out there at Vinyl and Disney, and please uh, follow him. He does great posts. Oh, yeah. I mean, if there's somebody who knows music, it's probably <laughs> John Cotton right. because he has virtually every album. I've ever seen uh, and he, he presents those a lot of times on Instagram so you can check all those out anyway uh, here's what he said he said here are my top five villain songs with an extra in true Hyperion Adventures fashion yes Yay. John thank you very much uh, five kidnap the Sandy Claws uh, he says Oogie Boogie is the clear villain song but right. I just love this one I think that's a great song and a great sure. choice as well uh, here's no one interesting from Moana on his number four. You can try, 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 but you can't expect a demigod to be the take apart. Pick it up. You will die, die, die. Now it's time for you to take apart your aching heart. Far from the ones who abandoned you chasing the love of these humans who made you feel wanted. Last you'll ever see. 
say love be money to me I'm so shiny Now I need you to prepare your final plea Just for me You'll never be quite as shiny You wish you were nice and shiny So yes, shiny from Moana nice. is a great song, and I love that selection. It's so perfect. Uh, number three is Gaston. Number two from John is Poor Unfortunate Souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has one A is Friends on the Other Side from The Princess and the Frog. Great song. Yes. Nearly made my list. Yes. It was really cl- It was on for mm-hmm. a little bit, and I just bumped it off at the last moment. And then finally, one B is Mother Knows Best from Tangle. Thank you, John. Uh, Main Street Electrical Arcade. Hit us up on Twitter. You can find them at Arcade Main. Uh, number five, Mother Knows Best. Uh, number four, the Oogie Boogie song. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, Gaston. Number two, once again, Friends on the Other Side. And number one for them is Be Prepared. Uh, Marissa also hits up on Twitter. You can find her at Think Mickey Blog. Please go check out her blog. Yes. It's excellent. Uh, number five, Poor Unfortunate Souls. Uh, number four is an interesting one because, uh, you know, Jafar doesn't have a lot of songs mm-hmm. within uh, the Aladdin, right. but he does have this one little one. Uh, that could be considered, or is pretty much considered, his villain song. So R.P. turns out to be merely a Latin. Just come, need I go on, take it from me. His personality flaws give me adequate cause to send him packing on a one-way trip so his prospects take a terminal dip. His assets frozen, the venue chosen is the ends of the earth. So yeah, that is the Prince oh, wow. Ali reprise. Right. It's just a short little number, but that is <laughs> Jafar's villain song. Uh, number three is Be Prepared from The Lion King. Number two, Hellfire. Yes, yes. another favorite out there. And surprise, number one again, Friends on the Other Side. Sit down at my table. Put your mind at ease. If you relax, it will enable me to do anything I please. I can read your future. I can change it around some too. I look deep into your heart and soul. You do have a soul, don't you, Lawrence? Make your wildest dreams come true. I got voodoo, I got voodoo, I got things I ain't even tried. And I got friends on the other side. He's got friends on the other side. Maybe the friends on the other side should have made our list. Right. Maybe I shouldn't have pushed it off my I list know. because everybody loves it so much. And I do too, but it just didn't quite, it just got nedged out by, because hashtag real men love frozen. <laughs> I had to add that song as number five. So uh, finally, Nate and Serena, the DVC duo hit us up on an email. They are subscribers to the newsletter and uh, please go check out the DVC duo blog. It's yeah, really, uh, really good. Sign up for their newsletter. It. It's so excellent. entertaining. Yeah. So good. And they are just great people. So please uh, check them out as well. So here's what they said to us. Uh, they said, hmm, top Disney villain songs. Where to begin? This is a hard one. Ask us tomorrow and the list will surely be different. <laughs> yes. yes, I understand, Nate and Serena. Thank you. Uh, here we go. Uh, and they didn't put it in any particular order. So I'm just going to go in the order they listed it as here. Uh, be prepared from Scar and the Lion King. Uh, Poor Unfortunate Souls from Ursula and the Little Mermaid. 
Friends on the other side <laughs> from Dr. Fesselier and from Princess and the Frog. Hellfire from Monsignor Claude Frollo from Hunchback yes. of Notre Dame. And yes, another one agreeing with Michelle here, Cruella de Vil <laughs> uh, by, well, it's not actually done by Cruella de Vil, but right. it's about Cruella right. de Vil on uh, 101 Dalmatians. They went on to say, can't wait to hear which songs each of you choose, including Michelle's two lists. They, well, didn't, they didn't say that, but it's funny. <laughs> I'm just, I'm impressed that nobody else apparently had the struggle that I did. As to <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> Maybe struggling. because you wrote it and, and you told me it. So it's like, where did he put That's the, true. I, I had it in my head the of what, what the topic it would be. It was an apostrophe so. S or just S. Villains. <laughs> Tops villains. It's still great. Apostrophe. Never change, honey. <laughs> it's awesome. I love that you had two lists. It's the best. Really. I love you so much. And... <laughs> You do things for my that is one of the many reasons that quirkiness is one of the many reasons why I do, and that's why many people do love her. So, anyway. so uh, that's our listener uh, picks or selections. Uh, do you have any extra honorable mentions by any chance? I mean, a lot of these got hit between us and yeah. Um, I mean, like you said, a lot of the ones that were mentioned um, that didn't make our list would certainly be honorable mentions. So. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could top what our listeners put out there. Yeah, those are all good. I just have a couple that I think are kind of interesting. Uh, the Elegant Captain Hook from Peter Pan, mm -hmm. I think, is an interesting one that people may not really think about. But he's when he's trying to recruit, uh, you know, all the lost boys right. and, and Peter and Michael and Wendy and everything to kind of join the pirates. Exactly. And they're all singing about how great Captain right. Hook is and everything. Uh, Trust in Me from the Jungle Book. cause song, you know, is right. really kind of uh, a cool one. I, I, I think that you could probably also also put in I want to be like you um, from Jungle Book oh, as yeah, well right, you know right. I think that's also a villain song sure, as well a good villain song so. I know um, it's interesting because in Peter Pan I, at one point I was thinking about the crocodile song yeah the yeah. croc everybody kind of roots for the croc <laughs> <laughs> he's only a villain to Dr. or Dr. Hook <laughs> Captain Hook Dr. Hook is a kind of a jazz rock performer uh, Captain Hook Wow, we're really sidetracking today. The, the, the number of lists really threw me off there, obviously. So. Uh, thanks, everybody, for chiming in. And we still would love to hear what your five favorite uh, Disney villain songs are. Hit us up on social media or through email or Gmail account or whatever. And uh, we will share them on a future show. It's fun. It's always great to kind of check out. One, we love the top five lists. Mm -hmm. We love Disney songs. And then Disney villains are great, too. So right. combine them all. It's just a fun topic. Especially in, in October to have yeah. conversations about villains. Yeah. It's always fun. Disney villains are great. True. Love the Disney villains so much. Let's get to our Disney stories of the week. And I'm going to start off with, I got three of them for you this week. I'm going to start off with, if you're looking to enjoy some Disney characters with your next Walt Disney World breakfast, mm -hmm. Well, we have some good news from you. This uh, for you, uh, not from you. It's actually from the Disney Parks <laughs> blog. Uh, they they go on to say that Mickey Mouse and his best pals are returning to breakfast at Chef Mickey's restaurant in the Disney's Yay. Contemporary Resort on December 16th. So as we get towards the holiday season, right. just in time for the busy season, <laughs> uh, they will. you'll have the chance, if you so desire, 
to kind of have a breakfast with some of the Disney characters. Yeah. And they'll also have some new menu items that you might want to sample for their mm-hmm. breakfast at Chef Mickey's too. And we'll talk about that a little bit as well. So they go on to say, when Mickey and friends return, the experience may look a little different than the last time you visited, but you can still expect to smile, wave, and make unforgettable memories with some of your favorite characters as they parade through the restaurant in their chef's best. So yeah, it's not going to be like you expected from right. a character breakfast where they come up to each table and you pose with them and they're behind you. And it's right. going to be more of what we have right going on right now. And so, but they will be around. So if your little ones want to see characters right. and you're going to get breakfast anyway, uh, you can still experience it in this way. Yeah. At least it's, it's getting there and it's still a fun experience having the characters around you, even if you can't oh go up to them. Right. It's a great way to see a lot of characters right. in a short amount of time. And like I said, you're going to have breakfast anyway, so why not take advantage of this? And, and they have some great new menu items that I wanted, uh, that they shared is I want to tell you about as well. It looked like, ooh, that sounds pretty darn good. A couple of them I might recreate for the Disney Dishes blog ooh, at some point. Nice. We'll start with, along with traditional breakfast, fa- this is what they say, along with traditional breakfast favorites, favorites, you will be able to try the new Mickey's Celebration Pancake featuring whipped cream, celebration sprinkles, <laughs> Shimmering pixie dust. Mm. I didn't know pixie dust was edible, but I love that. We, well, if we have a wonderful thought, will we fly away after we have the celebration <laughs> pancake? I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure you will. <laughs> pixie dust is everything, right? That's it's true. magical. It's edible. Just being it's at Disney pretty. is pixie dust. Yeah, it is. It is. Michelle must be pixie dust. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Moving on for something a bit more savory. uh, They're adding a new loaded potato cheese casserole topped with smoked bacon crumbles and chives. That sounds like something I would really love to try for sure. Last but not least, Goofy's banana bread French toast will combine unique flavors of banana bread baked in zesty orange scented French toast batter topped with espresso mascarpone cream, toasted bananas, and chocolate crumbles. Yum. Yeah. I'm getting hungry. Can we have another, (laughs) can we have second breakfast soon? I know, right? That sounds pretty darn good. Uh, They want to say, if you can't decide on which new item to try, you'll be able to taste all three as part of an all-you-care-to-eat family-style feast with other traditional breakfast favorites. So you can share it around your table, your family table, and and sample a bit of each of these. So that's that's great. I love that uh, option. Uh, Reservations for Chef Mickey's Character Breakfast will open on October 17th, so later this week, uh, based on availability. In addition, Disney Resort hotel guests can make reservations up to 60 days in advance, plus the length of their stay, up to 10 days. So if you have the trip coming up, and you're thinking about doing this, uh, you might want to jump on those reservations soon. Yeah. Looking forward to our trips coming up in 2021. So so. can't wait. Yeah. So can't wait, especially since uh, we don't know if Disneyland's ever going to (laughs) open. I've gotten to the point where I'm just like, uh, you know, I don't know. (laughs) I'm giving up hoping. And we're just just waiting for our Walt Disney World trip at this point. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. We now know at least one of the popular MCU characters that will be joining Peter Parker in Spider-Man 3. Do tell. This from The Hollywood Reporter. Benedict Cumberbatch is putting on the cloak of levitation and will prize Marvel's supernatural Doctor Strange for the latest Spider-Man movie installment, starring Tom Holland, of course, and being made by Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures combined. Wow. Yeah. So the move puts Cumberbatch in the mentor role that has been previously occupied by Robert Downey Jr., of course, as Iron Man, and also played uh, a little bit in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home by Samuel L. Jackson Jackson as Nick Fury. 
Uh, the role gives Holland a chance to play opposite seasoned actors, gives Peter Parker a father figure, and gives the movies extra star power while trying uh, them uh, while tying them to greater Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, also interesting that came out recently is that the, the Spider-Man project already has some unexpected ties going forward as it's bringing back Jamie Foxx as Electro. He played Electro back in 2014's The Amazing Spider-Man. That was before Tom Holland uh, took over wow. the role. I think it was Andrew Garfield that played Spider-Man during that one. Yes, that's what it says right here. Um, so they're interesting that they're bringing him back yes. as that role for this one in kind of a different version of Spider-Man. Uh, they went on the story, a speculation here from The Hollywood Reporter, but they say having strange as part of Spider-Man may help explain the return of Electro. Cumberbatch is about to begin shooting, of course, Doctor Strange uh, and the Multiverse of Madness. That's the sequel to the original mm -hmm. Doctor Strange film, which will explore alternate realities. And some speculate that that may be why this comes up is maybe some alternate realities reality is tied into oh, this wow. you know Very something else on the the multiverse comes right. into this so uh really interesting and that's uh, kind of cool and i can't wait to see where they all go with this uh spider-man 3 is due to begin shooting in atlanta later in october so coming up sometime this year hopefully that mm -hmm. still is following suit while the multiverse of madness is also expected to begin shooting this month uh so kind of makes sense if they're Tying, you know, they were shooting them about the right. same time. Uh, although that recording, uh, that uh, shooting is going on in London, so it's unclear when mm. they'll shoot, when and where they'll shoot their scenes, or if they're together or right. separate or whatever. Right, uh, right now, Spider-Man Three is slated to be released on uh, December seventeenth. 2021 however we all know how that goes right uh with things it's being delayed so we'll see if that actually uh holds true but that's very exciting yeah you know i i like the pairing up of the father figure uh i think we've seen that b to be successful it adds more heart mm -hmm. to both characters so that's cool yeah and i love uh benedict cumberbatch as mm -hmm. dr strange yes. he's just it's just really a cool role and i think it's um, the possibilities are endless with, you know, when you bring Dr. Strange into the equation and the multiverse and right. everything, I mean, it really, uh, the possibilities of what the storyline could sure. have within it is pretty much endless. So that's right. exciting stuff. So uh, speaking of uh, release date changes, Pixar announced they'll be presenting us a gift for Christmas Day. Yay. Well, all of us that have Disney Plus <laughs> anyways. Uh, this is from D23.com. On Thursday, Pixar and the Walt Disney Company announced that Soul, the all-new original feature, will debut exclusively on Disney Plus on December 25th. 2020. Nice. So yes, you can have your Christmas day with a brand new Pixar film. And it doesn't look like it's for premiere access like they did for Mulan. At least they didn't mention that anywhere. Mm. It looks like it's just going to be there. Kind of wow. like what they uh, did with Onward. Uh, right. That, you know, obviously it was in the theater for a week or two, but then they just like, yeah. put it out there on Disney Plus for Right. Them. That's cool. And, you know, um, it. we've seen some preview clips of it at the D23 uh, convention and some other things that have come up. And it just looks so great. And it looks like it's going to have some great music right. to accompany it, as, as most Pixar films do. So looking forward to that. And it's really special that it'll come out on Christmas. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it's being created by uh, Pete Docter, of course, who is the Academy Award winning mm -hmm. director behind Inside Out and Up, among many others. Yes. Uh, and the cast is is an amazing right. cast and you may not know who's all in this cast but it's pretty incredible uh jamie fox we just mm -hmm. talked about he's going to be playing the lead character tina fey is in this felicia rashad uh quest love <laughs> is in this uh angela bassett 
David Diggs Lafayette is going to be in this film as well. Uh, it features original jazz music by Grammy Award nominated artist John Baptiste and the score composed by Oscar winning duo Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. So great nice. music. Uh, this I, I have high hopes for this film after seeing the concept of it we we saw Mm -hmm. last year at the d23 expo uh and the cast and the animation and who's behind it of course pete doctor is amazing i expect storyteller yeah i expect that this is going to be a fabulous film and Mm -hmm. i'm so very excited that we're going to get to watch i was hoping we'd get to see it in november but christmas will be that'll be a nice right yes yeah so, uh, of course, uh, it was previously going to be released on November 20th, <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's been pushed back as Still pretty much everything <laughs> has. Yeah. Um, interesting. It will be uh, released in Cannes uh, at some point uh, later this year, and it's also going to be at the British Film Institute's London mm-hmm. Film Festival. Uh, actually, today, October 11th is when it's going to wow. be there. So we may start to get some idea of what people think of this film as they've you know, uh, seen it at that point. So so that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation, whether it be to the Walt Disney World Resort, eventually a Disney cruise. I'm not going to start giving out tips for <laughs> Disneyland right now because I just don't know when we're going to get to Disneyland back. But we always do our tips with Michelle going first. One, because she has... <laughs> Amazing lists. <laughs> she's fantastic. She's wonderful. She's oh. beautiful. But she also has the very best tips. Mm. So let's get right to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. <laughs> well, thank you, sweetie. So my tip really just uh, a little idea of maybe how a couple things, how to make your day at the parks a little longer, especially right now that they are closing earlier, you know, and to get a little bit more of that last push at the end. And so my my recommendation is to at the end of the day find your favorite attraction and as long as you're in line 5 minutes before the park officially closes um or ex- as long as you're in that queue before the park mm-hmm. officially closes you'll be able to to enjoy that attraction. So find that favorite end your evening with that. Um it'll extend your day a little longer while you're in the queue area. Uh you may even be able to add some shopping time mm-hmm. after that beforehand uh before you may be leaving to go for dinner or something like that. But um just remember you, you you can be in the queue at the end and it, it could be something that you didn't get to go on before because the lines were too long and now you're catching it to finish your day with a smile. Yeah. Remember that, you know, just because the park is closing doesn't mean you have to exit right away. Yeah. You know, yes, uh, you do need to be in the queue before the park ends to be able to go in there. But if the queue is a 40 minute queue, which usually they aren't when the park is closing, but right. sometimes they can be 40 minutes, sometimes even more. Right. You're still going to get to hang out in that queue if that's what you want to do right. uh, until you get to get on that final attraction yeah. for the night. And then, yes, the park is open open after closing the, sh- the stores are regularly open after closing so you can get that last minute shopping right. done so michelle's tip always <laughs> the best tip i don't know my tip uh speaking it's fun interesting that michelle brought up shopping because my tip is a little bit about shopping and we all love you know a little shopping on mm-hmm. our vacations on our trips to the disney parks uh you want to walk out with that special souvenir or hundred whatever it is <laughs> uh but i you know yes you can do it late and that is a great time to mm-hmm. do it but i would make the suggestion especially if you're not rushing to get to that attraction, maybe you're three or four days into your trip mm-hmm. or whatever, to do your shopping early when you're there. Because one, most people will go and do their shopping just kind of on their way out, right. wh- whatever time it is throughout the day. You know, it's like, okay, we want to pick up all our 
our souvenirs and right. our gifts and everything and take them back on the monorail or, you know, the boats or the buses or whatever right. with us back to our resort or on our car back to wherever we're staying. Right. Um, and that's great, but that means that, you know, obviously that has to be a busy time in the shops and, mm-hmm. you know, whereas if you go early, first thing, uh, you're usually getting a lot less people there shopping True. at the same time. They may have just restocked a lot of things. There may be some new things out there for you to get. And also you can, you know, if you're worried about having to carry everything you purchase around with you throughout your day at the park, mm-hmm. well, the good news is that you definitely don't have to do that. One, if you're staying at a Disney resort property, they will take it for you and they can deliver it right to your resort and you can pick it up later. Now, please bear with us. A lot of our tips are for when things are more normal. So obviously during these times that we're going through now, be sure and check with them before doing this. But but they will a lot of times when things are normal, uh, they will uh, take it back to your resort for you and you can just pick it up right there at the Mm -hmm. front desk later on. Even if you're not staying on a Disney property, you can just ask them, Kate, will you keep this for me at the end of the day? They'll reserve it in a place near the front of the park. And on your way out, you can pick up uh, these items and and head out with with them. So you don't, again, have to carry them throughout the park while you're there. Right. So just some tips um, to kind of make your shopping be a little bit easier for you when you're out there at the parks. Right. You know, make it your time um, it, it's just a way to kind of cut your time, that shopping time, and so you can spend more time out and enjoying the parks themselves. Right, yeah, and, you, and you're right. Like you said, earlier in the day, there might be some newly stocked items there, um, and and things are changing all the time. So what may not be available today in a couple of weeks or when your next vacation is coming up may be uh, available to you at that time. So keep checking on those uh, updates all the time. Right. And, I, and I, we kind of do this with all of our tips. Things are different right now. So what's standard maybe necessarily isn't happening right. right now. Best thing you could do to verify this is ask when you're there. Ask a cast member. Mm-hmm. They'll be happy to help you and let you know what the what the situation is for many, many right. different things. Um, and if you're hearing some noise outside, our, our neighbors decided this was the time they needed to do a little work <laughs> on, on the house. So hopefully you aren't picking that up. But just in case you are, just wanted to let you know what that's going on in the background. Yeah. So anyway. Another option for shopping is to have it shipped directly to your house. Yes, you can do that too for an extra fee if you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, uh, those are great ways to kind of save you a little time when you're shopping on your next Disney vacation. So, uh, that's it for this week. Next week. Well, you know what? We're going to leave that as a little bit of a mystery. However, if you sign up for the newsletter, you will be the first one to find out what next week's topic will be. As long as you sign up for it somewhere before midday on Tuesday, which is when the newsletter goes out, we will let you know what our next week's topic will be. Yeah, mystery man. Mystery. You know, it's it's (laughs) Halloween. We might as well have a little mystery going on. It's the Halloween season. A little mystery. Nice. As for today, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts over the very very best place to find us, I need to talk more slowly, (laughs) is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, please sign up for the newsletter and rest assured that email address is only used for that. We don't share it with anybody. And like you said, there's not... We don't clog your email. Yeah, we have once a week newsletter. Once a week, uh, usually it's Tuesday midday. Every once in a while, something comes up, and I have to delay it by a day, and it comes out Wednesday or whatever. But usually it's Tuesday midday each week, and it just kind of lets you know what's going on and what we have, what we've what we've done in the past, and what we have coming up, and some other little fun facts about the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Right. 
So uh, you can also follow us on social media. We love interacting with you out on social media. Please find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast. And remember on social media, you get both of us. <laughs> it's not just me. It's not it's just a gamble. It's, it, I actually like it when people play the game of who, who was this response? Which one of us was this response from? It's usually pretty easy to tell. I know yours are funnier than mine. No, yes, no. they are. Mine are like, funnier. Oh. My shells are more heartwarming. <laughs> mine are like usually like, hey, you know, we need your input on this week's show. Uh, but we have, we have a lot of fun interacting with you out there anyway, no matter what. That's so. true. But that if it's a heartwarming <laughs> post. Uh, I'll play Michelle. Just letting you know. So uh, we also are active on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast to find us there. Uh, we will be putting this episode, I think, out on YouTube. I think all the songs will clear, and we can make this one on YouTube. Fingers crossed. Either way, uh, we do put all out a lot of these episodes on YouTube. So if you prefer to kind of watch people talk rather than just listen to people talk uh that's one way you can check us out and we do post a lot of extra pictures to go along with it and stuff to kind of uh carry the the story along and kind right. of you know give you something interesting to watch while you, instead of just us because <laughs> michelle's interesting to watch no. me not so much yes interesting yes. <laughs> Plus, she's pretty. So, uh, if you want to find us on YouTube, just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We'll come up, hit subscribe, and then you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Right. Please, we love hearing from you. We love the, the we, we get really nice, warm emails, so we appreciate that a lot. But too, if you, you know, really, as we said earlier, if you have questions about our, our episodes or if you have some topics you'd like us to delve into, to research. Ooh, no, Michelle Research. <laughs> she does the best research. Uh, yes, please let us know. We love to get right. new topics and uh, we discuss them all the time anyway. So anything that comes from you, we want to know what you want to hear. And we are happy to, to uh, fulfill that most of the time if we can. Right, yeah. That's we we want to be presenting information that you find interesting. Right. And we at least put them somewhere. I mean, we may have some topics lined up, but we'll put it somewhere on the back burner of things we want to discuss. Because, right. yes, as Michelle said, we want you to be interested in our show and have topics that interest you. Right. For sure. So that's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.